Hey everyone, welcome to the 1101 podcast. Today we are going to be looking at how to identify and look at things through a rhetorical lens. Uh, so meaning we are going to be looking at the way things are presented to people, why they're presented to people in a certain way, what's the purpose behind it, um, and basically just some of the strategies that are used. So I'm not going to go too deep into the strategies because I feel like we've already covered that in class. Um, so we've talked about like scare tactics, ESOS, Passos, Logos. I feel like most of you have a pretty strong grasp on what those things are. But now I'm going to be looking more at like the from the writer's perspective. And so like there's a kind of an, an exchange between reader and writer, right? So the writer is writing his paper intending for somebody to read it. He's not just he or she is not just writing it for it just to exist. There's meant to be an exchange between the reader and the writer. So when a writer is writing something, they are thinking about the audience. And it's not just writers, it's all sorts of media. So if you think about TV shows, YouTubers, um, people, you know, people on TikTok, again, there's like a lot of different people who make cookbooks. Um, everything is for like an intended audience, right? So not everybody is going to watch the same TV shows. Not everybody is going to be watching or looking at the same type of recipes. Uh, not everybody is going to be um, watching the same YouTubers because everybody has different interests. So the people who are creating the content, whether they're readers or writers, whether they're um, directors or TV show like showrunners, or YouTubers or whatever the case may be, they have to think about their audience. So much in the same way Cassius had to think about his audience, which his audience was Brutus, um, he had to think about what would some of the strategies be that, like, that would work on Brutus to convince him. So some of the things that you might be writing about in your brief rights would be like scare tactics, patriotism, those things would work because he knows that Brutus is afraid of the power that he can be receiving. They know He knows that uh, Brutus is very patriotic and is um, has a great fondness for Rome and wants Rome to be successful. So he's thinking about his audience and what he says. So he knows what's going to work on him. Um, if he were to say, Oh, we should overthrow Caesar because I want more power. He knows that that wouldn't work. So he has to think of a way to sell it to him. And that's kind of what, you know, a lot of this is. It's just like selling a pitch to somebody. So um, when you're thinking about like writing your like college admissions, um, eventually your like letters uh, for any college to read, um, your letter, your acceptance letters, um, it's going to be important for you to think about like, okay, I'm not like writing to my friends, so I'm going to have to write this in a certain way. Um, also, I'm going to have to make sure that I talk about things that I know this college values. So, I mean, that's a great tool for whenever you're like looking for a job. It's always good to like investigate like the business or company you want to get a job at um, just because you want to make it known that you share their same values. So like when you're presenting yourself, Again, that's another rhetorical strategy is like basically like finding like common ground between you and the person who's going to hire you. Um, so one of the things that I was going to talk about today, and this is going to be a shorter podcast, definitely not the behemoth 30 minutes that you listened to last week or the 20 minutes before that. This is probably going to be a quick 10. Um, but 
one of the things I wanted to talk about was again uh, just audience. So whenever you are reading something, watching something, you need to think about again who is the intended audience. Like I've said before, so if you are watching like true crime, you know, a true crime show is like intended. There's like a almost like a cult following of people who like to watch true crime shows or listen to true crime, true crime podcasts. So. There's like almost like a secret language, and that's something that happens like within genres, like even genres of music, genres of TV shows. There's these like common elements that happen in them. So, like for example, in a true crime show, um, it's usually presented as a mystery because you don't know like who solved it. Sometimes they'll throw like a twist in there where you think it was one person, but it was really another person.、Um, there's usually lots of interviews involved with both the police.、Um, Sometimes the、uh, family of the victim. Sometimes the、um, actual person who's accused themselves, depending on the situation. But、um, so these are all like common, like what I would consider like characteristics of like different genres. And that's something actually that we're talking about in my college class right now.、Um, is we're talking about genre and like what are like the common elements. So like one of the things that I was talking about was.、Um, I was actually talking about yearbook as a genre, <laughs> and I was talking about how、um, in in our yearbooks that there's like a lot of different common elements, not just in the yearbooks that Singer High creates, but yearbooks all over like different you know campuses.、Um, there's you know captions, there's photos, there's copy, which is like the little story that gets told about that topic.、Um, there's sidebars, which is where we interview people for just like a like one question to、uh, a group of people. So there's like lots of different like common elements that even though they can look really different, there's a lot of common elements within them. Even within cooking, some one of my peers in the in my college course was talking about how baking recipes are like a genre in itself because、uh, people will、um, people have like this common like language almost in baking. So it's like. We all know what a teaspoon, a tablespoon is for the most part.、Um, we know that there's certain like techniques that you have to like kind of just know what the word means. Like if you're gonna like fold something in, or if you're going to、um, whisk something. Even I mean I know that seems pretty basic, but if you're not familiar with cooking, I mean that might not be something that you you may know what a whisk is, but you might not know how to properly whisk something. So、um, these are all like different like genres. So like even going back to Julius Caesar,、um, there's like monologues, which a monologue is where a character will speak by themselves. Um, or sometimes they will、um, give long speeches to other people. So those are all types of genres of different types of、um, different types of like ways of like getting information across. But getting back to like rhetorical strategies, kind of went off on a tangent there about、uh, genre a little bit. But the reason why I was talking about genre is because all of those genres have their own way of convincing people either to do something, to think a certain way. Um, to get more interest in a certain topic, so again, there's a lot of ways that these strategies get employed. So,、um, again, so some of the strategies that we've talked about are kind of like the bare bones, like these are the basics of the strategy. But again, a lot of the interesting conversation, and I'm hoping that we will get there too when we get to when we discuss more Julius Caesar, is that、um, again. The exchange between writer and audience, and like knowing who the audience is and how they react to it.、Um.
Um, there's also the idea of situation. So like, what is the situation that's being presented? So in the case, like going back to Julius Caesar, the situation that's being presented is that Caesar is uh, may or may not have too much power um, and that they need to find a way to fix it. So that's the conspirator's standpoint. So they're trying to like convince everybody that this situation is not a good deal for them. And they're basically using lots of different techniques to make sure that they do that. But anyways, like I said, I just wanted to keep a quick short podcast this week. So I hope you all enjoy your three-day weekend. Um, I hope that if you have any questions, you know you can always reach out to me on Remind. Um, If you have any questions for the class, um, you can always uh, post your questions onto the link. And I will put the link on the homepage in Canvas so you can get to it easily. But if you ever have any questions that you want me to answer in the podcast, sometimes I'll give you specific questions to ask me um, or a specific topic at least. Uh, But sometimes if you just have a general question about the class, about me, um, feel free to just leave a, a message and I'll be happy to try to get to it in one of the later podcasts. But I hope you all have, a, like I said, a great three day weekend and I will I look forward to seeing you all in class again. Have a good one.